Perfect. Welcome to Favor Purpose. I am your host, Jamil Deal. And if it's your first time tuning in, I want to say I'm glad that you chose to be a part of the FWP gang. And I hope and pray that you return. So my turn to FWP gang family, I am back with episode six, Work Out Your Salvation. When you get a chance, go back and check out the previous episodes. Don't forget to follow me on all major social media platforms. Hope everybody is doing well, staying safe. Now let's get to it. This episode is inspired by the book of Philippians. I wanted to keep the discussion going from last episode. Remember the mission. So remember, Paul wrote a letter to the church to thank the Philippians for their generosity to him during his imprisonment. He also wanted to inform them about his circumstances in Rome, call them to unity and warn them of false teachers. Just like the book of James, this is a very practical book with specific directions on what Christian living should look like. As we studied that book, I thought about how we can take these words and apply them to our own life and live a life more like Christ every day. So in reading Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 to 13, I had a few questions and I thought I should share them with my FWP family. So Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 to 13 reads, Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. Question number one that I had was how would you answer a person who insisted that work out your salvation means work for your salvation? Let's talk about salvation. Salvation is the preservation or deliverance from harm, ruin, or loss. I read that in theological terms, it is deliverance from sin and its consequences, believed by Christians to be brought about by faith in Christ. It is said in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8-10, through For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Which I tell others all the time, God's grace saved me, and he has saved us all. We must have faith and do good works in which God has already laid out for us. He knows our purpose. We must live out his will. We already know that everything we do, we should do it in God's name. You know what I mean? He, he knows our purpose. It's just for us to live it out and do what he's asking us to do. Even if right now you may feel like, you know, that's not what you want to do. You know, I mean? it's not about you actually and the selfish ambition that you have. You know, you need to put that to the side and let God work in you and, you know, let him just let him use you and let your purpose be seen for what it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? And so that's what led me to question number two. We are saved by grace alone, but after salvation, we are to do his good works. We are called to do his will. What is supposed to be our attitude as we work out our salvation? We're supposed to continue to work out our salvation with fear and trembling because we can't do it alone. It is God who works in us to fulfill our purpose. You didn't get to where you are today by doing it yourself. You should never have that thought. You should never have that in your mind and all that you've done everything you can by yourself. You Yes, you play a part, but God is totally in control and he helps you fulfill your purpose. Which led me to number three. We see through this passage that we are to work for God who gives us the will and ability to do it. Now read 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24 to 27. What does Paul compare the Christian life of working for the Lord to? How does the Christian life compare to what you are experiencing today? Now, in that verse, in that chapter, in that scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24 to 27, it says, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? 
Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body in making my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. My answer to that was, Paul compares working for the Lord to a race. We all are the runners. We all want to get the prize. As the runners, we have strict training we have to do in order to prepare ourselves for competition. The non-believers are running a race thinking for a crown in this world where the believers are running a race to get a crown from God in heaven that will last forever. We can't run without a goal or aimlessly like the scripture says. Paul talked about boxers and how they train, beating the air, which is saying that if we aren't aiming to reach heaven, then what are we doing? What are we preparing for? And what we are doing, it won't prepare us for him. He must make sure that we put our bodies to the test and train hard so that we can continue to be in the race for the prize of eternal life with God. And I love how, you know, uh, you can always compare. Well, I always compare sports, you know, to, to my life because sports is my life. And I love how I can always encircle, turn back to the word and turn back to the book because, you know, being a runner and, and you know, and running track and everything like that, it's kind of like, you know what your end goal is, but when you look at it like this in the Word of God, and you're talking about that race, that, re- that race to heaven, that race to eternal life, man, it just put everything to perspective, you know, especially for me. You know, I don't know exactly, you know, where you are with your walk with Jesus Christ, but I'm hoping that this is helping you right now because it surely helped me, and I was, I'm happy that I'm able to deliver this message today. Uh, question number four, if you claim to be a believer in Jesus, saved by grace, what changes have occurred in your life that are explainable only by the work of the Holy Spirit. List some evidences that God is at work in you. I'm a firm believer in Jesus, and I also know that I have been saved by grace. There have been plenty of changes that have occurred in my life that can only be explainable by the work of the Holy Spirit. I can share a few of mine, you know, won't he do it moments. Let's see, let's see. Uh, well, first, God is at work by putting it on my heart to spread his word with the, you know what I'm saying, with the world through this Faith with Purpose podcast. So, you know, that would be my first one I'll talk about, you know, because he put on my heart to share the word with y'all and gave me the courage to do this, you know, because I told my wife the other day, I hate my voice. I really do. I hate my voice and I don't like, I really don't like talking. I'm, I'm a man of very few words, honestly. So for me to do this, you know, for people that know me, they're like, oh, wow, you know, he really stepping outside his comfort zone. But I feel like it's because God is, is putting on my heart to do this, you know, and I have never thought I'd be in this position. Uh, the love and support that others, you know, has been showing me that lets me know that God is working. So that's why I said this right here is the first example. God is working in me because I'm I'm actually digging deeper and I'm getting deeper into the word. And I'm and I, like I said, my whole purpose, you know, and my whole goal was to be able to dive back into the word, make sure I stay in the word and make sure that you guys come along for the ride and that we help each other out. You know, and I think that's how we make the world a better place. So another one would be I, I would definitely say that um, he has worked in me. Personally, just me because, you know, my mindset and my thoughts about relationships and uh, it was not there, man. It was not where it needed to be. And um, I mean, friendships I had to let go of and you know, relationships I had to let go of so I can be who God wanted me to be today. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't see it for that back then. And like I'm actually seeing it now. And um, it, it's wonderful. I mean, real, man, like it's really wonderful. And you can, you know, actually for like I said, the people that know me, you know, and even know me personally, you know, I'm a very private person and, you know, 
I, I don't understand most of the time why, you know, people get this preconceived notion about who I may be or, you know, who they think I am. But, you know, it's not it's not about me. You know what I mean? It's about us growing together and about us, you know, sharing sharing the word together and, and showing how God is working in each and every one of us. So I'm hoping that, you know, this is making you think, you know, about where you are today and, you know, where you stand in the presence of God. And the last one before uh, we I close out, uh, God bless me with my wife. You know, um, I know God is working in my marriage because Lord knows I'm a tough person to deal with. And my wife has a gift and the strength to deal with me every day. It's almost like a superpower or something. I swear it has to be like a superpower, man. So y'all please, please pray for my wife, man, and continue to have the strength to deal with my crazy self. And, um, yeah, man, so, you know, he's working every single day in our marriage, man, and then my relationship with my family and, you know, just friends and stuff like that. And that's why, you know, I also also look back to, uh, you know, my coaching, you know, and my job and everything like that, you know, being able to coach all the sports that I love, you know, at a high level, it's only because of God, you know. You know, I mean, yeah, I have the experience, but at the same time, man, I don't have those experiences without him. And um, I am who I am because God planned it all in advance. And uh, I'm just living out his will for my life. And I just want you to do the same. And I'm here for, you know, the motivation, man, to encourage you guys that, you know, it'll all be okay. You know, just give give it all to God. You know, pray every day, man. Be patient. You know, have faith. You know, believe in your purpose. And just like I said, just stay prayerful, man. And, and then the question I want you guys to really work on for this week is the last one that I did that I talked about. If you claim to be a believer in Jesus, saved by grace, what changes have occurred in your life that are explainable only by the work of the Holy Spirit? List some evidences that God is at work in you. And I want you to write those down. You know, write those down. And then next week, I want you to think about it, look back at those answers, and I want you to write it down again. And see if anything changes. You know, see if any any um, any actions or anything that you've done this week change for next week. And like I said, you can hit me up on social media, man. Let me know, you know, your answers if you want to. We can we can kind of have a start a little group or whatever, man. I'm telling you, like, it'll help. I'm trying to tell you, man, starting groups help. You know, people, you never know what people are going through, man. And like I said, it can be um, private. It don't have to be, you know, it's not going to have to be all out there in the world. You could DM it or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just letting you know right now, I'm here to pray for you. I'm here to help you out because by you supporting me, you're helping me out because I'm able to get back here and uh, have the confidence to keep delivering and spreading the word. Because also because God put it on my heart. So uh, I don't want to let you guys down. And uh, let's not let each other down, man. Let's share this love that we have, you know, and share the thing that we have in common. You know, that's Jesus Christ. And if you now have him, you know, as a Lord and Savior, like I said, we can get that squared away, too. We can take care of that situation, too. So thank you for tuning in. And I will see you guys next week. I love you. God loves you. Peace. Oh, me.